Hello, welcome to Kamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you are listening to this podcast. Come on in, make yourself comfortable, and let's have a chat about things that I am very particular about, my qualms with life, and basically this is I Want to Be Different So Bad Part 2. So as you guys heard by the introduction, today we are going to be doing part two of I Want to Be Different So Bad. So if you haven't heard or listened, I have this podcast that I made a while ago entitled I Want to Be Different So Bad. And basically, it's this whole list, the the podcast basically details this whole list of things that I'm very particular about, things that I don't really like, things I don't vibe with. Things that I hate because I feel like it's detestable, so on and so forth. And the thing that sets it apart, the thing that makes it me being wanting to be different so bad, is that a lot of these things that are on my list are things that are normal to people or people don't really think about them or they actually love it. And just for some reason, I just happen to not like it. And I want y'all to know that this is not on purpose. Like, I swear to y'all, I don't choose to not love ketchup. Ketchup chose to not love me. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. No. Okay. I didn't choose to not love ketchup. I just so happened to not love ketchup. Like, that's just how these things go. It's not that I'm, like, purposely forcing it. Except for PB&J, I am purposely forcing that. Um, But these other stuff, like, it's not that... I'm really against it on purpose. I just so happen to be against it. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, oh, and a disclaimer, because <laughs> after the last podcast that I made, the first part one, my friend Jasmine, shout out to Jasmine, Jasmine listened to that podcast. And then like a couple of weeks after we went to go get coffee together. And as we were on our way to get the coffee or whatever, she kept saying like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, you're so picky, Kamari. Oh my gosh, I don't forgot that you're picky. And I'm like, what you talking about? Like, I'm picky, but I'm we're going to get coffee. I like coffee. And so I ended up ordering a coffee and some hash browns. She ended up ordering a coffee and some hash browns. But then I realized that the reason why she kept emphasizing just how picky I was because she thought that I was going to freak out because she wanted to eat ketchup with her with her hash browns and I'm like Jasmine I swear to you like I it's okay like eat what you want to eat like I'm not gonna stop you I am fine like it's not life or death she was like no the way that you were explaining it in the podcast like it seemed like it was life or death you said you were internally cringing I'm like (laughs) it's not life or death like it's close That's how I feel inside. Like, I really do feel about close to death, but it's not death. So I'm not going to stop you from doing what you like or what you love because of me. Like, don't stop on my account. But it was so funny because she literally refused to eat the ketchup in my face because she really thought that I was going to, like, panic or, like, die or just being dramatic because I really hated it. And it's like, yeah, that's true. Like, I really don't like ketchup. Like, I really don't. But at the same time, the way that I explain things... I'm just super dramatic. So while it may seem like it's life or death, it's really not life or death. 
for some things is really close. Like ketchup is very much close to life or death. And then other things is just like, nah, I'm just being dramatic. So I just want to disclaim that because I don't want y'all thinking that I'm real serious right here. Like I really don't like these things, but at the same time, like if it comes to it, I want y'all to do what y'all got to do and I'm going to do what I got to do. Y'all ain't got to stop on my account. But I really do appreciate Jasmine for like being considerate. Because one thing about Hannah, one thing about Hannah, one thing about Hannah, one thing about Hannah is she's not going to be considerate. One thing about Hannah, she's going to threaten to feed my kids ketchup when they come over to her house. One thing about Hannah, she's going to eat ketchup in my face and rub it in. You know what I mean? Like, that's one thing about Hannah. So I really do appreciate Jasmine. One thing about Jasmine, she was being very much considerate of my feelings. But at the end of the day, I just want y'all to know, this is all fun and games. Yes, it's close to death, but it is not death. So without further ado, let's get into the first thing that's on my list. One of the things that I can never respect is crowded places. I don't know why, but I literally get annoyed when I go outside and I see other people outside. Like, for instance, I was driving downtown, and I just saw a whole bunch of people sitting outside on the, like, patio, and it was so packed. Like, it, the patio was so small, and it was, like, just tables and umbrellas packed up on top of each other. And for some reason, it just annoyed me. I'm like, ew, crowds of people. Like, for some reason, I really do not like that. When I come outside and I do my weekly errands and I go on my run when I go to the, you know, to the grocery store, to the bank or whatever like that, I really do be sad and disappointed when I get on the road and I see that other people are driving. When I go into the store and I see that other people are also getting groceries so that they can live and eat. Like, I don't know why because it just feels very much, I don't like feeling cleaned or suffocated and in the store everybody's just trying to get to what they're trying to do and they're just trying to get to about their business but in their quest of getting about their business they be right up on top of me getting about their business and I'm just like now I got to be polite now I got to be patient for y'all and those are just not things that I signed up for when I said today I'm gonna go to the bank today I'm gonna go to the grocery store today I'm gonna go and do my business by the way I'm being dramatic but I'm basically serious but no like yeah like no and then one of the things that really does aggravate me is when I'm in the line right I'm in the line everybody's facing forward you know your back is facing someone behind you and that person will be just basically flush against my back like right up on me right up on me and I'm like I need personal space and sometimes people just don't have a concept of that. They don't know that that is something that exists. They never knew that that was something that was, you know, able to be respected. Personal space, it is a respectable thing. We should respect it. And so I have to literally, instead of facing for it like everybody else facing for it in the line, I literally have to look either to the left or turn my body to the right so I can physically take, take up more space so that they're not right up on my back. I have to like spread out my leg a little bit, kind of like facing them, just like chilling or whatever, so that I can let them know that this is a bubble, don't cross it. And my toe there, they're not going to step on my toe, hopefully, you know. But if your toe not there and you just facing forward and your back towards them, they'll be right up on your back without even thinking about it. So that's the first thing on my list that it just really do be irking me. And it's something that I'm trying to work through, you know. And don't get me confused, like, I am very much polite. It's just a thing that I don't want to be polite. (laughs) 
I don't want to be bothered. I just want to do what I need to do and go ahead by my business. And then I got to worry about people and being safe, especially with COVID now. It's like, it's really like now more serious of like, I just want to stay in my bubble and do what I got to do. But anyways, moving on. Okay, so I need to disclaim this section because when I wrote this, I was being very much dramatic when I put never. This is not a never. It's just like a, if they don't have to, they won't. If they just so happen not to, then they just will not. You know, it's not a never. But hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. This is what I wrote. My kids will never eat a PB&J. I know, y'all looking at me crazy right now. But listen, listen, listen. Okay, here's the backstory. So, in my 19 years of living on this earth, I have never eaten a PB&J. It's not because I'm allergic to PB or J, you know? It's not that I'm allergic to PB or J. It's not that I'm allergic to bread. It's not that I don't like it because I've never tried it. It's just that my mom never served it to me when I was little. So I just happened to not eat it when I grew up because I never got, it never got served to me. It wasn't something that I was reaching to make for myself at school. They never served it to me. So it just, me and PB and J didn't run in the same circle. So I never really hung out with them. Like they cool or whatever. Like if I saw PB and J on the street, I wouldn't have nothing to say about them. I would just be like, I don't know this man. I don't know who this man is. That's basically the relationship that I have with PB and J. You know what I mean? But what I will say is freshman year, I went to camp and I came close to eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. They put a little sandwich making station over to the side just in case people got hungry at the chow hall later on in the day so I would go make it just in case I got hungry but I never got hungry so I ended up giving it away so I came close to idiot but I just never did so now that I'm 19 I'm like let's just keep it up let's just see how long I can go without eating it because I don't went 19 years what am I really missing out on if it was pizza okay you need to try this right now. I don't care if you haven't ate it in 19 years. But PB&J, nobody really repping for PB&J like that. So because of that, I want it to become a family tradition where I want to see how long my kids can go without eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then I want to see how long their kids' kids can go without eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Just to see if like I can have a whole lineage of my family that has never digested peanut butter and jelly on a piece of bread into their bodies like I really want to see how long that can go I'm not gonna lie to my kids and say it came across my mind but I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna lie to my kids and say that they're allergic I'm just gonna not serve it to them when they're little kids and then once they become of age and they're able to understand and you know you know, come on, city, say, understand, and conscious, I'll be like, you know, like, I never ate a peanut butter jelly sandwich. I'm 30. I just want to see how long y'all can go without it. Like, let's make it a fun family tradition just to see, because why not? Like, it's so interesting when, like, you would just walk up to somebody and be like, <laughs> that would be annoying. I would not recommend that to my kids to just walk up to somebody and be like, I never ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But no, it could be cool. So that's why. Um, another thing that's on my list is I personally will not bring myself to eat a burger. I just won't. I just won't. I just won't. I have eaten a burger before. I will say this. I wish that I hadn't because I really don't like them. So it just ruined my streak 
that's how I'm looking at this stuff is like it's a streak that I'm just trying to see how high I can go so I have eaten it like once when I was younger once or twice and I don't remember it tasting particularly bad but something about beef on a patty in a patty form it's not appealing to me like I will eat ground beef I'm getting away from ground beef, you know what I mean? But in the past, like, I will eat that, no problem. But something about beef lumped into a patty, frozen, pre-frozen, and then fried, something about that is not something that I want to be a part of. And I know, I know, I know. Y'all say it look good, whoever, however. I just, it's not something that I want to be a part of. It's not something that I want to put in my body. Now, one thing that I will put in my body that is shaped into a patty is my mom's homemade burgers. That is the only time that I will eat a burger. That's the only time that I will eat ketchup and mustard because the way that she makes it, she to form the patties and give it flavor, she does put ketchup and mustard in it. I cannot be in the kitchen while that process is being done because then I won't eat it. But... If I don't see the ketchup going into the patty, if I don't see the mayonnaise and whatever, however, I will eat that. But any other burger that's fast food, restaurant, great, no. And I'm just sorry. I'm not going to do that. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. It's not that I can't. I just will not. Will not. Won't? I won't. Okay. Moving on. I can never bring myself to eat potato salad. I can never bring myself to eat tuna salad. I can never bring myself to eat a hot dog. Again, a hot dog is something that I have ate before, but then once you become an adult, see, that's when I was a child. When I was, when I was a child, as Paul said, I, when I was a child, I did childish things, but when I became a woman and I saw the way that hot dogs look, smell, taste, and the way that they are made and cooked, I said I had to put away childish things. And so I'm at the point where that's in my past. Don't bring that up to me no more. That was my past. Now, as we speak, I will not eat a hot dog. I'm just not going to do that. And I'm not going to eat potato salad and I'm not going to eat tuna salad because it, <laughs> it's just not appealing to me. This is why. Potato salad has como se dice mayonnaise in it. So that's a no-go. Tuna salad got tuna and mayonnaise in it. The tuna smell is off-putting. The mayonnaise is off-putting. Also, let me disclaim. Let me disclaim. If y'all like this stuff, don't think that I'm coming for y'all. I really am not coming for y'all. This is just me. This is as for me and my body. Me and my house. I'm just not going to eat it. I'm not trying to say that it's nasty because it's really not. Like, I could. I'm pretty sure it probably tastes good. I just can't eat it. I don't know why. I just so happen to not be able to partake in these things, but I can't. But don't think that I'm coming for y'all. Y'all put what y'all want in y'all bodies. Y'all eat what y'all want. Because I'm going to eat what I want at the end of the day. But anyways, this is another thing that I am very much particular about. So I have a really weak stomach. And I am... I'm a mild, not hypochondriac because I don't like to self-diagnose because hypochondria is like a real thing. So I don't have a disorder. But what I will say is that I do have a very much weak stomach. So when I see certain things, when I see certain textures, smell certain things, like I can't handle it for some reason. Like I am jumping up out of my body to get away because it's like, it's like, it's scary for me. I, I go into an outer body experience. Like, I remember, I said this in my last, um, I want to be different so bad, you know, part one. I said this in part one, that I was cutting 
I was cutting a bell pepper and I saw a baby bell pepper inside the bell pepper because it was sprouting. For some reason, I had to crawl up out of my body and just move, remove myself, get as far away. For some reason, I don't know why, but seeing that made my skin crawl. I can't help it. But anything related to, you know, like sicknesses and stuff, don't tell me about it because then I'm going to think that I can get it and then I'm going to be scared. I remember when I was in middle school and like... If you know trypophobia, if you know what that is, one time it popped up on an ad, like a picture of that. And I really thought that skin can get holes in it like that. And so I was so scared for the longest time thinking that I could develop that. And I was very much scared and I just couldn't look at it. I had to get away from it. I was like, oh my gosh. So don't show me anything like that because then I'm going to feel like I can contract it. Um... I hate sprouts, like I said. I hate sprouts and green peppers, onions. Genetically modified strawberries, I I want to fight whoever came up with GMOs. I want to fight whoever came up with GMO, GMOs because every time I see a, a strawberry that is genetically modified and it be like super just enlarged, it is not what a normal strawberry look like. It is not what strawberries that come out in the real earth look like. And it be all lump-sided and grown and stuff and I'm just like what is going on I'm scared I'm scared and I can't eat it I can't I can't the next thing that I'm very much particular about is I can only eat cold sweet potato pie I can not bring myself to eat room temperature sweet potato pie like if push comes to shove okay I can taste it but the only way that I prefer to eat my sweet potato pie is when it's been cooled in the fridge. A lot of people like to eat their pie warm. That's not something that I want to participate in. It's not. I want cold sweet potato pie. Okay. So the next thing that's on the list is I cannot put my clean clothes in the same basket that my dirty clothes were previously in. What I do is I carry my clean clothes after I wash them, then I put them in the dryer. I will not put those clean clothes that just came fresh out of the dryer inside of my, you know, dirty clothes hamper. I will pick them up in my arms and take them and put them to my bed. And the reason why is because if you really think about it, I haven't thought about this until COVID like happened. And then I began to think things through of like just how much we be doing things without thinking of stuff but think about it for a second yo yo dirty clothes sit in a dirty clothes basket for a week's time in that same basket they sit there the germs that have been touching the outside world are on them clothes this is how i think about it and the germs are jumping off the clothes and they jumping on the basket and they seeping and marinating in the basket for weeks at a time so then you take your clean clothes fresh out the dryer and you put them and that germ-infested basket, where the germs been marinated in the basket for weeks at a time, now the germs are jumping on your clothes and they marinating in your clean clothes now. So now when you put your clean clothes on your body, now you got germ-marinated clothes on your body. That's the way that I think about it. And it's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a part of that. So it's like, I'm just not going to do that. And I will literally have a fit if my mom, like, if I forget to take my clothes out to dry or whatever, did she put them back in my basket? I'm like, mom, do not do that. 
Do do not do that. Call me. I will get up out my sleep to come do it. Please just don't do that. Another thing that we do in our household is we take our clothes from the dryer and then we'll put them on the couch. Now, I don't even like to put my clothes on the couch because everybody been sitting on the couch. I don't want no skin cells to be on my clothes. Just take them, give them to me, and they'll go on my bed because I only sleep in my bed. So that's just one thing that I never really think to b- thunk about. Is it? <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Is it thinked or thunk? Is it thinked or thunked? I never thought. I never thought about. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I never thought about. Why did I really forget that thought was a word? I never realized that it existed until today. No, I knew that it existed, but I forgot that it existed at that moment. Anyways, I probably should be getting off this podcast soon because I feel very much delirious. But I'm almost done. Oh, ever since COVID, basically, I wash my jeans and my jackets after one wear. Before COVID, I would, like, wear my jeans maybe, like, two or three times, depending on, you know, what I did in them, if I sweat, if it was hot, da-da-da-da. But if it was a normal day, I can wear my jeans, like, two to three times because you're really not supposed to wash your jeans, like, frequently because it just ruins the structure of the jean if it's really good quality. Um, and then my jackets, that's also something that you can outerwear, you can tend to wear multiple times. But ever since COVID, I just, again, I feel like them COVID germs are on the clothes, and so therefore they cannot be worn twice. I'm kind of moving away from that, but it's still a thing that I do. Another thing germ-related that I'm very much particular about is that there is one seat in my living room. We have couches, but there's one specific section of the couch that no one is able to sit on except for me. There's one seat on the couch that is reserved for me. And everybody knows I said, do not sit on this couch over here. Because you know how you have like a love seat? Excuse me. And then like a full length couch and then the little recliner. So we have all of those. One side of the love seat is reserved for me, and basically, I'm the only person that sits in that chair. So I, that I can regulate who's been sitting on it. I know that I'm not going to sit on my bed or on my couch with outside clothes. My nephew, my eight-year-old nephew, on the other hand, will come home from a long day of school, a long day for playing outside, a long day for sitting on public chairs and scraping his skin against public stuff. He would come day home from a long day of doing all of that, collecting germs, and will come and lay on the full-length couch. And I'm just not here for that. I don't know why. So he is not able to sit on my section of the couch because now he got all them germs hopping on the couch. So I'm the per- only person that sits on it. I'm the only person that has, like, my specific cover, and it stays over there. And everybody knows. And I remember the other day, <laughs> some visitors came over, um, my nephew's little cousins, they came over and the little girl, she was like over there by the couch. And my mom, <laughs> when I came out, I heard my, overheard my mom saying, oh, that's Mari couch. Um, you can sit somewhere else. You can sit anywhere else, but that's Mari's seat right there. You know, she don't be wanting nobody sitting in it or whatever. She just, um, she didn't even have a logical explanation to say why she couldn't sit on the couch. Again, if push came to shove, if an elder was at the house, you know, if there was a whole bunch of seats taken up, obviously I would give up my seat. But at the same time, from day to day, no, I'm not doing that. That's reserved for me. Um, the last thing 
or a couple of things, couple, three more things. So as I said before, I would not get on my bed with outside clothes. I'm just not going to do that. When I come home, I'm changing out of my clothes. I immediately take a shower and then I will get in my bed with, you know, my house clothes. But if I just came from outside from a long day, not just like, oh, I went outside to go to the mailbox and then I came in and I'm not going to get on my bed. No, not that. But if I've been out and about all day, hanging out in public, at school, at work, doing this, doing that, running errands, I'm not going to come home from doing all of that and then come home and lay in my bed. That's just not something that's going to take place. I'm going to take off my clothes. I'm going to take a shower, do something before they, before I sit on my bed. And then the last couple of things is I can only eat off of specific forks and spoons. So I'm going to show y'all the name. There's a specific style of fork and spoon that I really like to eat off of. It's a preference. It's not that I won't eat off of any of the other ones, but if I had a choice, if I could avoid it, I would. I would avoid eating off of certain spoons. Like, for instance, look up the Louisiana spoon. Take out your phone. Take out your laptop. Look up Louisiana style spoon and fork. Look that up. I want you to see what it looks like. The Louisiana style spoon and forks is not something that handle. It's something about it. I'm not going to bring myself to eat. <laughs> if I had a choice, if I had a choice, I would not bring myself to eat off of those spoons. And I know it's crazy because... These are grandma spoons. Like, everybody, everybody grandma got these spoons at their house. But because my grandma has passed years ago, I don't be eating off these spoons as much, so it's not something that I'm used to. So, therefore, when I see it in my kitchen, I'm just like, I would rather go for the modern spoon. You know what I mean? So, somehow, one of them spoons got in my kitchen, and I just know that it just doesn't fit in to what like to what everything else like it does not match the set and if it don't match the set then it's kind of like I don't know basically what I'm getting at with all of this stuff is that I have a set routine or like something that I'm very used to that I'm very comfortable with and with the smallest of things I have a hard time deviating away from what's normal like if I normally see a strawberry and I know that this strawberry is like what it looks like this is a strawberry when I see a GMO pumped up strawberry I'm like what is going on like I'm not sure about this like I am unwary like I know what my spoons look like in my kitchen we have a modern set of spoons it's not like anything special or anything it just doesn't have all the embellishments so when I see a spoon with embellishments I'm like I'm not used to this hold on hold on hold on hold on we ain't never did that before and so I'm like okay I'm not really gonna eat off that because I'm not comfortable because I don't be eating off that you know what I mean now it's crazy because I do this with como se dice like inanimate objects like food or like utensils you know stuff like that but with people I am very much accepting it's crazy how it's the opposite you know what I mean like people will be okay with anything and everything but then when it comes to people they're like oh my gosh I'm usually able to be more accepting of people that are different or that deviate away from the box of what is air quote normal but for some reason when it comes to a spoon I'm having a hard time I don't know y'all but that's the end of my TED talk I know I done sat here and rant 
it kind of went a little bit longer than what I anticipated. And it's because I'm trying to talk around this little loose crown that's in my mouth. I'm about to come on to DC, order a, um, not order, but schedule a dentist appointment so that I can, um, work around this and they can like reseal it or whatever they need to do. Because when I find myself talking a lot, it's just, it's, it doesn't feel secure. And so I don't want to do too much with my mouth to the point that um, it becomes unstable. So anyways, that's my second installment of I want to be different so bad, y'all. Tell me, well, I don't know if y'all can tell me, but leave a voice message if you can on Anchor. You can go to Anchor, Kamari's Place, at anchor.com. And you can actually leave me a voice memo of what you think. Do you think I'm crazy? I know you probably think I'm crazy, but I'm really not. And again, like, this is just me. If we go outside and you want to eat potato salad or eat ketchup or do whatever you want to do, eat a hot dog, just know that I'm not going to judge you. I'm just not going to eat it. Because for some reason, I just have come to the point where I just say, I can't like that. I don't know why. We can work with this. Maybe we can have a conversation. Maybe you can help me through some of this stuff. But what I will say, y'all would be proud of me if y'all know me. I do, I am proud to report that I do eat. I do eat sriracha mayo now. Spicy mayo? Yes. Yes, ma'am. I will eat that on specific things. I will eat that on hibachi rice. And that's about it. On sushi. And that's about it. So I do eat, como say spicy mayo so y'all should be proud of me because we making progress and whatnot but i just want y'all to know psa this goes out to hannah because i just want her to know this never will i ever eat ketchup never will i ever eat ketchup i'm just not gonna do it it's just not something that i want to have in my life i know that y'all probably say oh my gosh ketchup is so good ketchup is so good but it's just not something that that can be a part of my lifestyle, y'all. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I need to get up off this podcast because I'm talking I'm doing the most. But no, not in a car, not on a star, not in a home, not on a stove. I will not eat grease. Oh, <laughs> I will not eat ketchup. I'm just not going to do it, y'all. I'm not. But anyways, that's the end of my TED Talk. I know I sound all over the place. I'm all tired and stuff, so I just feel delirious. I feel tired. My little permanent crown about to pop out my mouth, and I just keep talking instead of getting off the podcast. So I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to do that right now. Anyways. Let me know what y'all is particular about and if I'm really crazy. Because I don't think I am. I just think that this is like, you know, what everybody should be thinking about. Anyways, as always, my friends, peace, positivity, productivity, prosperity, and a God-sent perspective. And until next time, bye!